0: Welcome to the Squeeze Podcast, Season Two. Some things are going to be a little more raw. Some things, like ASMR, will still be here. <laughs> I have had a crazy week, and no you are not hearing this in real time because it takes time to record a podcast and then, you know, edit and then put it together. But it's important to capture these thoughts. So recently, I have been getting a lot more questions about how to, like, manage and handle relationships and I more specifically friendships over the years and through different, like, life transitions. And I recognize how important the people in our lives are and how that can shift over time. So, and I can tell you, the range of folks that have been asking me about this are people that are seniors in college, right? Big transition time. People that are starting a family, big transition time. People that are in their shark era meaning they are solely like super focused on career and like have some really specific goals. People that are starting their own companies and still doing their little 10 to 3 because that's what we are calling it. It is not a 9 to 5. That's gone. 10 to 3 is what we do now. Um, And there's a few things that I think are important to be able to do to navigate your relationships through time. And again, I'm using relationships, but I am specifically talking about friendships, but this applies to a partner as well. The first thing that I think you need to do is proactively communicate your needs. You cannot expect a friend to know that you are going through a change or that you have different needs. If your relationship has always been like, we talk every day or we text every day, and that starts to feel overwhelming and you just stop, imagine how that's received on the other end. They're going to make all kinds of things up about what's going on. Instead, you can proactively say, hey, I am balancing a master's thesis. I'm president of two different clubs at school and X, Y, and Z. And so for me, I'm not going to be as, you know, communicative but I don't want you to take that personally, right? Like that feels so much better than like you feeling bad, looking at the text messages piling up, but not wanting to respond and feeling guilty for that. Like, ooh, that's just like a really gross mess. So we're gonna proactively communicate our needs. And maybe you don't even know what your actual needs are, but you're gonna proactively communicate, hey, this is a point in my life where I have two kids under four and I also go back to work soon, and I have to figure out how to not exhaust myself and still be present. So I probably you're probably not going to hear as much from me one-to-one, but something I'm going to do is have monthly potlucks at my house to bring everybody together. It's something that's important to me to maintain relationships during this period, even though it's really hectic but in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming and is sustainable for me, which is bringing people I love together. See, these are all options of ways that you can like make it work for you, clearly communicate your needs, and make the person understand and feel like that you are still placing importance on their friendship. It's just going to shift what it actually looks like in the day-to-day, week-to-week experience. One of my favorite things that I did when I went to grad school, because I worked full-time when I got my master's degree, because hashtag, where's my trust fund? <laughs> um So I, it it gave me great prioritization skills that like I probably did not have up until that point because working full time, wanting to do well in school and really enjoying what I was studying, but also not wanting to completely lose my friendships. Actually, probably the same thing is true right now. I have my little 10 to 3, (laughs) but I also have the squeeze. And it's not just making content, it's supporting people, it's editing resumes, it's holding cohort and office hour times. So I don't see people as much as I used to. But just recently, Greg, my husband and I decided that we're going to bring back our weekly pizza nights. Uh, that also works really well because he makes the pizza. <laughs> I make sure everybody's informed and knows and that we have everything we need. But just like, hey, every Wednesday is pizza night come over, just send me a text message. Let me know you're on your way so I can make sure that, you know, we have enough dough ready. And it takes like all of the pressure off. And this is exactly what I did when I was in grad school. I just had monthly potlucks. I was like, hey, this is the, it's the first Saturday of the month at this time, bring whatever you want. I'll make this. And it just frees up your brain space to be able to focus on what you need to at the time and then still bring people together and have that, like, joy. You still need community. You still need to be in relationship with other people to sustain yourself. Now, the nasty part of this. Let me drink some coffee. It's iced coffee. Oh. (laughs) the nasty part of this is that you're also going to lose some people, right? People that even when you proactively communicate, even though you tell them kind of what your needs are in that it is, you know, you are prioritizing X, Y, and Z, but still want to maintain relationships. And if they still give you help, that is a data point. As I like to say, that's a data point, right? Like that tells you like, you have done your part. And that's what I want to to focus on. Like, you can't control how someone reacts. But you can give them the information so that they can have, if they're going to have empathy and understanding, you've at least given them that opportunity. Now, if they choose to be a shithead, <laughs> that's, uh, I guess, the next piece is grieving those relationships. When you lose a job, when you leave a job, When you uh, grow apart from a friendship, these are all things in our life that we grieve. Like if you have ever looked at the stages of grief, that is very real when it comes to some of these other things that is not just a death, right? A loss is still all of these feelings of like you're trying to negotiate, right? Like how can this be? how, How is this real? Why did this happen to me? Why now? I not all these other awful people. <laughs> just kidding. But you do think about those things. And then you get mad, right? And then you just get overwhelmed and sad. Like this range of like emotions is the grieving process. And it happens for friendships too. And allow yourself the space and time to not feel like that is silly or small, that it is significant. Do not let people downplay like your emotions when it comes to losing something in your life that is not specifically a human or pet that died okay i hope that this kind of helps you think about whatever season you're in and how you can still maintain relationships because And the reason why this is coming up so much when I'm talking to people about their careers is like we can't sustain ourselves without relationships with others, right? When we're down, when we're struggling with something, when we're trying to navigate something, we need other people to either prop us up, give us a hug, to push us, to tell us we can keep doing it or to explain how they did it, right? Because they have already done it. And so I want you to be able to have the tools to be proactive in your communication for your needs at whatever phase of your career you are in, even if it changes month to month. Okay, now you've got the juice, time to put it to use. We will chat soon on the pod.